The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is, well, the Smugglers 2 this time. Uh, Derek went and got himself caught on Hoth. Yeah, we dodged it. I got like, a light dusting here. I'm wondering how much of this was uh, J7's fault. Oh, I guarantee you all of it. I'm telling you, folks, this beats speed of flights to Endor any day. Okay, J7. It, it, it just, I don't know. Now that sounds like someone after my own central processor. Hey, we didn't say anything about your central processor, J7. We're just saying you screwed up the flight plan for, for Derek. Now he's stuck on Hoth. So give me a break, hey, will you? I'm still getting used to my programming. Okay. The problem is I know who added that programming. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, don't look at me. You're the one that bought a droid off the clearance rack. <laughs> Out of budget here. We need more sponsors. That too. Uh, speaking of which, I nice segue. Uh, voice you just heard was Ken. Of course, I'm Mike. Uh, Derek, like I said, is stuck on Hoth, buried in snow. Um, check out the homepage, WookieRadio.net. Our affiliates, uh, such as Biddy Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks for fifteen percent off your per- or yes, fifteen percent off your purchase on some awesome looking Star Wars Biddy Boomers. They also have other franchises as well, but we're gonna push the Star Wars ones here. Uh, also, too. Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for 10% off all your saber and saber accessory needs at rebelsabers.com. I'm, I'm trying to get one for myself. Um, tell you, Zoe and I have the Quicksilver and Dark Silver saber and love them for, for the dueling we do. And we actually took them into, oh, I'll tell that story here. Um, use code Smuggler3 for 25% off your purchase at Red Flag Workshop. And as we are recording, they just announced two new products. 
they announced um, Hoth Park Ranger eye patches. These are smaller than their normal patches, almost like a mini, mini patch. And you get okay. a set of two. They started with Hoth first. Maybe Derek should have gotten a couple of those before he went. Well, maybe he'll bring one home for her. Maybe he'll bring one home too. Um, and the key rings, Halcyon, X-Wing, Star Destroyer, and Starship Enterprise key rings have all dropped. I have to ask him about what happened to the smuggler ones, if he ended up with a short run of those or not. But those are the, the first four that have dropped, uh, and you could get those on their site. Again, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase. And if you buy something and you use that code, and I can verify you use that code, I have a Wookiee radio removed before flight key ring made by Red Flag Workshop for us here at Wookiee Radio that I will send you. It's got to be the first person to verify. You can let us know on Twitter. Twitter or Instagram. Actually, I'll give away two. One person on Twitter, one person on Instagram. First person in each location. And I and we can verify that you use the code. I will send you a, a key ring. And I have plenty to send. Yeah, so when you make your purchase, make sure you um, email us. Mike, what's our email? Radio at gmail.com. Or just take a screenshot and yeah. tag us on Twitter or on Instagram at Wookie Radio. Yeah, somehow let us know that you ordered and that you used the code. That way Mike can actually double check it with Red Flag and then it'll be on its way to you. I Actually, on, on Twitter, tag us and hashtag Red Flag Workshop because he's not on Twitter. Tag ah. us at Wookie Radio, hashtag Red Flag Workshop. Hashtag RRBF keyring for remove before flight keyring. Write this down so you remember it. I am writing this down. Oh, no. You, the smugglers, write this down so you remember. And same thing on Twitter. Tag us at Wookiee Radio. Tag Red Flag Workshop or at Red Flag Workshop as they are on Instagram. Hashtag Wookiee Radio. Hashtag RBF keyring. Most importantly, just hit the Hit the tags, tag us on Instagram, tag us at Red Flag Workshop. Yeah, the important part is somehow get a, get the information to Mike that you ordered. Yes. So we'll figure it out from there. Yes. So please, 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 please. So we, we, I got someone want to give away. So it, it's, that's all I got to say. Um, and then also, too, Win Geeks 15, as you heard in our pre-show um, or in our pre-roll, Win Geeks 15 for 15% off your purchase at toink.com. And I will take this one. Okay. Just because I forgot to delegate. And since I have I one here if you want. Then go for it, dude. I've been looking. This one's a blast from the past. Uh-oh. And they're still making these. Uh-oh. Toink.com has the Star Wars, the Mandalorian, the child, Baby Yoda, Chia Pet. Chia. Chia Pet. These look kind of, when I was a kid, as a kid, these look kind of dumb. But this is kind of cool. And what it is is the the child in the pram, and basically the entire inside of the pram is what grows the um, plant. I almost got one for uh, one of my coworkers, the Golden Girls. Yeah, because we were joking around about it, and I saw one at Walgreens. And then when I went back to go get it, to get it for him for the holidays, they were sold out. Ah, well, I remember when when we were kids and stuff, they had like David Hasselhoff. They had all kinds of different. Oh ones. yeah, oh yeah. That kind of worked. His hair was all always permed up anyway, so it, <laughs> being a chia pet, it looked about right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. I, great choice. Chia pets. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. Um, see, now I'm stuck looking at the site again. 
I'm going. See, my, the rabbit hole for me usually is when I go to Heroes and Villains. Uh, you know, if you go to Heroes and Villains, use code WeBeGeeks for, I believe, 10% off your purchase. And that helps there. Trust me. <laughs> I know, because I used it to get to save some money on my uh, Star Destroyer sling bag. Yeah, I saw that. Which I wore to the parks. Added some of the key rings because, well, I got some of them early. Why? Because I actually helped Ryan design them. So I got, I got, I got my samples of them for. So I had my, so I had them for my collection, my samples. You know, like, like most companies would do for for an artist. And uh, I appreciate Ryan for for sending those over. And uh, I actually put them on the bag and figured I'd display them. And they look great on that. Heroes and villains, Star Destroyer backpack, sling back. Did you have anybody notice them and actually talk to you about them at all? No, no, unfortunately, no. But it's okay because if, if someone had, I was going to give them a Wookiee Radio hearing because I had some extras with me to give away. Ah. But no one approached me about it. I don't think people caught right away what it was. But I'll tell you, having the Star Destroyer one on the Star Destroyer backpack is really nice looking because it comes with a tag and it says Destroyer on the tag. Yeah. In all Arabish. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. But to have the Star Destroyer one on there as well is really nice. So it, 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 was, it, was, it was pretty awesome. Um, so we, we had fun. Uh, I will say, as much as I love my other two bags, I was glad to have this one because I didn't have to carry everyone's stuff. Yeah. Just was responsible for my own. Not, but since it has two water bottle pockets, I carried Melissa's water bottle as well. So I carried mine and her water bottle, but everything else was pretty much my stuff. And I enjoyed that. And it made things a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> me. But you know, if I'm going to travel by plane and I know I need to take quite a bit of stuff, I will use either my TIE fighter or indoor commando backpack um, just because. Provided. Yeah, I, I, the indoor commando one was cool, but. I, I, I really like it. Um, there are some others. I, I, I could go down a rabbit hole with backpacks on from them. Yeah. I would, well, the new Jedi one is beautiful. Yes. I would love to get that one, especially because of the, the netting on the bottom. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great th- great place to throw like my, my jack, um, my rain jackets that come in a, in a bag to hold them in. Throw yeah. that underneath. That way it's not in the bag. The other one is not just backpacks, but um, the, the, the duffel bags. They got the three different duffel bags now. Uh-huh. But the Jedi Master one is really sweet because I that one actually has a really good video they did there where they actually show all the features. And now it has a separate plastic pocket for anything that's wet. Yeah. It's got an actual shoe pocket on the side that actually slides in a separate compartment. So it would be a great gym bag. Or um, for me, if I was going to um, the training, I'd go into the ring, I could throw my gear in there and not worry about everything getting all smelly and nasty because you could put it separate. True. be a great bag for you to take to shows as well. Uh, not big enough. Okay. Well, when you when I go to training, I wear regular wrestling shoes. If I go to shows, I wear the boots. Boots are a lot bigger. Uh, true. Um, but the the sling bag I really wanted initially was the Tuscan Raider one, but it's sold out. Yeah, that's the one thing on their site. A lot of their stuff is sold out all the time. Yeah, I really like that Tuscan Raider one. One but day I will get it again. Yeah, I, I will. I will grab quality. it. That's the thing. It's high quality stuff. But so I if you pay the price for it. Yeah. But I really do like the Star Destroyer one as well. So you like the sling bags, but the Mudhorn backpack here looks really cool. Yeah. Too. If if I didn't do the um, trying to get to the site, if if I think the two newest backpacks I would love to get would be either the uh, the Mudhorn or the Jedi. Yeah. 
Um, the, the mini bags aren't bad, but it's not my style. No, the mini ones are more like um, what women use for a purse usually. Yeah, I could see Zoe potentially using the uh, Ahsoka Trooper backpack, but she's all into Ahsoka. Yeah, it's not a bad bad looking backpack. Um, the Rebel Alliance one's not bad, especially if I was going to cosplay as a Rebel pilot and you and take my helmet. Is that netting on the front's there to to help hold a helmet to the yeah. backpack? Cool. If if I was doing a rebel pilot cosplay, bingo, right there. Mm-hmm. Or a pilot cosplay of some sort. Even if I was, you know, found a, you know, like Ezra found a Tie Fighter pilot helmet or found an Adat driver helmet, something. I would use that. I would use this bag to to help carry the helmet around. The one thing I did notice earlier today when I was flipping through because I um, wanted to see that Jedi Order one. Um, and it, they had a great video on showing all the features and stuff, but like half their videos are just like a quick minute and a half of showing what the looks like. Yeah. Then there's the other half of the videos that actually show all the features and everything else. And the guy's actually explaining the bag to you. Right. So I don't cool. know if they're in the process of converting all of them over to that or what they're doing. I don't know. One of the things I like about the, uh, Jedi order bag is it will hold a lightsaber. Yeah. Now, catch is it will not hold and i've heard this from quite a few people and people are asking for it to be modified i don't know i don't know how you would modify it um without making it adjustable straps and this, this is like leather snap strap um it will not hold the disney legacy saber saber hill why not the disney legacy sabers are, are too wide too thick in diameter hmm. but rebel sabers it will be great yeah the hilt will be great for that so um I, I really like that. I really like the Mudhorn bag as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I mean, the Bad Batch bag's not too bad. No. But I've already got two bags with that type of style on it. So uh, the Jedi Order convertible, I believe, with that, it's got the roll top. which so you could throw the roll top over the top of the bag to, to help keep it dry. Well, also, I didn't realize In case of rain? video on it. That roll top also... Um, flips the other way and zips up to cl- so you can cover all of the straps and stuff and then just use it as a regular sa- and gra- that's why there's a handle on the side of the bag too oh okay so you can actually cover up all of the um, shoulder straps and stuff and it looks like just a regular bag or you can it comes with a shoulder strap also that you can carry like a duffel bag okay but I, I can also see it too in case of rain you just take that flap and throw it over the yeah. other way and give you extra well, rain protection the, that's the point of it with the with that material there. Uh, yeah, you get a chance watch the video that they have hooked up. This one, I watch it now. It's going to bleed audio bleed into my exactly. my side of the recording. But no, it's a great bag and definitely would be a great bag for Rebel Sabers. You know, you're if you have a Rebel Saber again, use Wookie for ten percent off your Saber and Saber accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a great bag to carry your hilt in if you don't if you don't want to wear it on your on your belt. And I will tell you, we had the belt clips and we bought uh, because the Quicksilver and Dark Silver hilts don't have the um, belt clip capability. So we bought the the Kovatech or we got the Kovatech rings, which you unscrew the pommel, add it and then put the pommel back on. Okay, it gives you the the belt clip option. Ah, okay. Um, As long as you don't have the belt clip upside down, like I did for like most of my day (laughs) yesterday, the saber still held in there. But. It could have bumped out a little easier, but if you wear it right, it's a wider opening for you to drop the saber in and then it slides down and holds so much better. Cool. 
and it's great and it works perfectly we warm around the park with no problem at all um, you're, allowed to, you're allowed to bring in lightsabers you, you are wow yeah we didn't bring our blades yeah we just brought the hilts and i'm gonna have uh i have pictures on my facebook page but i got pictures coming soon to our instagram of us with our our hilts um you may see me wearing it in one of the pictures that i've already posted about no because that was just the bag pictures are coming with zoe and i with our sabers and we got some good shots in front of the millennium falcon with them as well which is awesome i'm flipping through rebel sabers now i I don't think they had the inquisitors sabers last time we were when we actually had them on i don't think the inquisitor sabers were on there they just introduced the uh the dooku their dooku saber yeah i want the dooku saber what is it? I'm seeing the one here. It almost looks like an R2-D2 or something. What is that one supposed to be? Uh, or is that just a unique design for them? Hold on. Let me go back to the front page so I can get the name of it. The Elegant it's Weapon. Relinquish- Relinquisher. Yes. I don't recognize that blade or that, that um, is, hilt. That is one that was created for them. Okay. And the backstory behind it, uh, it was from their 2021 Saber Sketch Contest. Ah, Okay. Uh, as final order of betrayal was executed, a small on a small distant moon, a small battle on dis, dis, distant moon was taking place. As the once loyal troopers turned against their warrior commanders, one trooper resisted the will of the chip and refused to execute the order. Uh, CC two two nine six, known to his comrades as Ironside, and his warrior commander managed to escape the heavy fire of the blaster uh, blaster rifles from their former friends and brothers in arms without constant not without consequences as ironside's warrior commander lay dying in his arms he handed him his only possession his lightsaber so ironside removed his armor the only identity he ever knew knowing that any trooper who defied the order were subject to execution he attached discarded pieces of his trooper armor to his fallen warrior's lightsaber as a reminder of what he once stood for, a protector of peace in the galaxy. Cool. So it's a combination of armor and saber. Looks great. It's a yeah. nice looking, nice looking hilt. I I love like how the switch has got um the looks of the, the calm calm link mm-hmm. from the from the gauntlets, from the lower arm gauntlet. But it, ha- it has a very nice look to it. It's a nice blend of, of Jedi and clone. Yeah. Really like that. Um I know now looking at the Dooku one, it's pretty cool because when he was on, remember, they were trying to figure out how to do that. Yes. How to get it with the bent. And obviously they figured it out. Yeah. And this looks great. Mm-hmm. This looks absolutely gorgeous. I, I would love to get it just because I'm now I, being in the parks yesterday. I actually got to see the, the new Jedi Dooku saber, legacy yeah. saber. The, the talon on the end is shorter and the coloring is slightly different. And I, I still want it. I, I have fallen in love with the Dooku saber in that style saber. For you know, we've always talked about. I never thought that was a practical saber with that curve and whatnot. It's like holding it with two hands. It's like no, this doesn't feel right. No, after actually holding it, it's the only only ones I ever held were the the, the ones with the fling blade, the old cheap plastic fling blades. It's like this doesn't feel right, and, and that talon's just so awkward to see. But I understand the purpose behind the talon a little bit. It helps act as a guide for your blade because it, it it's not perfectly centered like a normal blade yeah if you use it right you can almost use that like a sight it's, it's weird to say but until you actually try it it, it it won't make sense but um after using the dooku and realizing the way i tend to lightsaber battle the dooku saber is just right for me yeah 
I just really love the Dooku saber. Now, mind you, I have a Plo Koon saber as well from Disney. Love it because I love that design as well. The only other one I would get at the moment would be a Kit Fistu if they had it. Uh, but right now, there's only two more two sabers I want to get. I want to get the one from the Star Cruiser. And I want to get the, the Jedi Dooku. I just want to uh, get enough that I can buy just a saber <laughs> right now. But you got a lot more access to it because you can just go down to the park and get one. Right. But if you want to get just a saber, check out uh, Rebel Sabers. Yeah, that's what I'm looking through. Uh, their initiate and apprentice lines are just as solid, just as great. Only downfall with them is if if you want the belt clip to hang it on your belt, you have to double check to see if it has the, the wheel or not. If not, they sell the wheel. Mm-hmm. They sell the wheel and the clip. And it's not that hard to add to it. To the blade, you just screw off the bottom end cap, put the wheel on, then add the, the blade. You know, add the um, cap back on. They they've got some great looking blades, and they got stuff at an affordable price. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the the, the quicksilver, the dark silver, uh, which is the two um, Zoe and I have. And if I was to get one for Melissa from them, I would get the golden rod because Melissa's kind of into the gold. Yeah. So uh, mine's slightly darker than Zoe's. So that's how we tell ours apart. Um, but for sure, for Melissa, I would do the gold rod for her, where all three of us have the same style saber or something similar. Um, I'm just trying to think. There's another one that I would I would pick for her. I know legacy wise, I would get Melissa the, the Leia saber. Yeah, because that that's just so much her. Um, the only other one I would potentially do for Melissa would be the uh, the Winter's Light. Saber is supposedly modeled after uh Janus Solo or Janus Skywalker. No, it'd be Janus Solo. Janus Solo, yeah. Which is very uh, nice. Yeah, looking. Before Disney bought it, uh Luke only had one kid and it was Ben. Yeah. It, it was Leia and Han that had two. Uh Jason and yeah, three. J- Jason Jason, Jason Jana and Anakin. But no, the apprentice is great, uh great level if you're looking, you know, especially for dueling. I mean all their sabers are gonna hold up well for dueling. Um, but I really like the vibe of the, uh, of the, um, of the apprentice level. It's great starter before you, if you want something that is not one of the movie looking ones. Um, I think the only reason why I didn't go to the initiate is to me, they all seemed, um, slightly smaller. As they say, these sabers are an excellent choice for children as well. and could come with a 32 inch blade. So to me, it felt like it'd be a little bit smaller of a, of a hilt, which may have been perfect for Zoe, but she wields her quicksilver with great ease. So, um, then of course they have the higher end. Uh, so the initiates are all around $90. The apprentices run between 105 to 170. The knights run 160 to 295. And then the master, which are basically their version of the legacy sabers run 300 to 525. And the one, and the one, uh, master saber, that Zoe really wants from this. I don't think you could guess, but you probably could. I don't know. She wants the Ezra staple gun. Ah. That is that and Ahsoka are her two favorite. Her the Ahsoka um Clone Wars Sabres are her yeah, two the favorite. Dual, the two blades? Yeah. The not the one from Rebels, which are also dual blade, but her no, original the, set. Yeah, but here is the snippy snippy bundle. Yeah. They're the purple ones. Yes. Or violet. I don't know. I'd say for me, I always I still go back to the original um, Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker blade from um, the New Hope. So, um, I, have, I like Vader's. I like Anakin's. I like um, Luke's because they all have the same look and feel. 
Like I said, I know Zoe wants the uh, the Ezra, or as they call it here, Rebels Cause, the staple mm-hmm. gun. Uh, for me, the the legacies of the original trilogy, I have a Master Replicas Darth Vader. Yeah. If I was to do another one, I would do Darth Vader from from them, just so I could do my Blue Blade with it. Because I really love Vader's hilt. Always have. I always have loved Vader's hilt. And like with with my Dark Silver. I use uh, Dooku's sound font yeah, for that one, but uh, I bounce between it and I bounce between Vader's because those are the two lightsaber sounds I love the most. I just love the growl from those. Yeah. So, um, wow, <laughs> a lot of chat. Yeah. Uh, before we get into recapping uh, the shows this week, uh, I figure, yeah, we'll, we'll try and recap as much as we can. Let's- yeah, we got four shows to recap if we're going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, um, let me touch on some headlines real quick. Uh, apparently, the Acolyte is going to run for multiple seasons. That's not a surprise. That's, that's the hope. Yeah, not a surprise at all. Because I, I think there's more. I mean, when they've talked about it, this taking place near the end of the High Republic era, or as they say, the final days of the High Republic era, in the in the return of the Sith, <laughs> one season's just not enough. Yeah. Well, in general, um, the only one, Obi-Wan we all figured is probably going to be a... Um, which call would probably be a one, one and done. done because that's the way it was always sold to everybody. Right. But there is a potential of a season two. Yeah. I they don't have plans for season two. If they get it, I don't foresee going past season two with Obi-Wan. Probably not. And season two may be actually the one that's all on Tatooine about him and Luke. Could be. We, but we also know the Inquisitors are still out there and who knows if there's a potential tie to Rogue One. Maybe, maybe Bell, maybe so, Bell no, does reach out, going, "Hey, Leia's coming with some plans." I don't know, and then things change. No, because um, Obi Wan did it. From everything you see, he had no idea that they were coming. This is true. And remember, uh, for some reason, Leia doesn't remember him either. This is true. Um, Andor. No, this could be any ties to Rogue One anyway through Obi Wan because that's why we have Andor. Andor, we know, is getting a second season. Yes, and that's, when the, that's it. And that's it. They're just doing two. Um, Mandalorian has at least this season and next because they said they they already know they've got one more, at least one more season, if not more. Uh, I thought the talk there was they were going to do two. Uh, to- they wanted to do a total of five seasons, so there would be two more seasons after this. It's a season yeah. three. Book of Boba Fett. We don't know if we see a Book of Boba Fett. I think one more season and done. Probably. <clears throat> uh, Ahsoka. We have no clue what the plans are there. We know one season. I would like a second season if possible. Yeah. And I'd be okay with that. I still want to see Rangers of the New Republic with or without Gina Carano. Yeah. Uh, I still, like we talked about last week, would love to see Rogue Squadron turned into a series. They'd have to figure out. I mean, they had an idea for it there already, but they would have to truly figure out what they wanted to do with that. Because that one is going to be a very, very easily um, one that people would flip out about. Yeah. If they don't do it exactly the way everybody wants to see. I, I almost wouldn't touch that one. Because uh, I don't think there's any way you can actually do it right in the in the global right of making everybody happy about it. No matter what, there's going to be people ticked off and railing against it. I was talking to a friend of mine who um, it's a, you, you've chatted with him before. We've had him on the show. Uh, unfortunately, it's a show we had to take down. Uh, that was and it was taken down at the request of mm-hmm. Lucasfilm uh, because of um, obligations he had with Lucasfilm which totally understand, totally get, totally honored because we took the show down. Mm-hmm. 
but our our my friend, uh, of course, friend of the show, uh, former Lucasfilm employee, uh, Mark Went. He and I were talking Underworld. Would love to see it come to fruition. Yeah, there were fifty scripts already written, fifty episodes already written, and now they could actually now they've proven they can act. They could make that because the problem with it when Lucas wanted to make that was the fact that it was um it would be too expensive to make on a television budget. Yeah, but so now it almost didn't exist at that point. Exactly. But I don't think I think it's very 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 um small chance of us ever seeing any of that. Because it was 100% Lucas. Yeah. Um, but there was also another series talked about. Because um, I remember the script at late. Uh, it was called second, uh, Reclamation. Okay. And yeah. it took place. Uh, it's an all new story. To, it was, um, from the script that I have a copy of the leaked couple pages of, of like the first i guess this is a, the synopsis or premise with some character descriptions um it's a new story designed to introduce the audience to themes and characters pivotal to episode seven and beyond now when was this one supposedly supposed to be working on uh i don't Just remember before or after disney i want to say it came out around the time of disney then uh, this may have been, that may be actually just the um the general outline that Lucas wrote for the um, what the sequel trilogy would have been. Well, this is 15 years have passed since Return of the Jedi and the death mm-hmm. of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's a date on this. It was supposed to be an animated series, November 9th, 2012. But just because it was animated doesn't mean it couldn't be turned into uh, live action. Also, I guarantee that um, all of that was based on Lucas's idea of what the sequels would be. So none of those ideas that were used in that show or in that treatment for a show would be viable now. True, but I don't think this is what the actual sequels were because it was supposed to be an animated se- series. It was supposed to build yeah. up to... Oh, yeah, it was supposed to introduce what's coming in the sequels. It's basically what became Resistance. Uh, yes and no. Because Resistance did that for... Um, I mean, it, it did. I'm not saying it did it well, but it kind of did that for the sequel trilogy. It was a buildup for the sequel. It brought in some of the First Order characters and stuff. Right. So it sounds like this is a they took this idea and used it to as a general idea or concept to start on Resistance. Right. That's possible. But I mean, there's treatments out there. There's treatments yeah. in the <clears throat> in the archives. Break some of them out. Let's, let's get them to the to the forefront. Depends on where the idea came from, because I don't think I think Disney still it's not official, but I still think they're not fond of using what Lucas had. Probably, which is a shame. Mm -hmm. It really is. So I think the way the um, television or the series is going to go is what we were talking about last week and things. What Filoni or what where Favreau and Filoni are at, they realize out of all of the Star Wars that Disney has put out, you talk movies, series, animation, everything. The only stuff that has actually, quote unquote, made money have been Favreau and Filoni. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the movies did OK. They did well. They made their money back. But there was other um, problems with the with them, not just money, with people flipping out. And they, they're still you know, for most many, many Star Wars fans seen as not fantastic movies. Right. Um, the Rogue One hit very well, but it hit. It was on. It was a totally different thing. It was almost not even a Star Wars movie, right? And Solo, I still say 
if they had waited another six months or a year to put out Solo, they would have not had nearly as many problems. I agree. It it suffered a lot of it. One was a lot of people are saying the same problem I have with Star or Star Trek now is that it was too dark visually. Uh-huh. It was a very dark visually film. But um, I think that and the fact that it came out six months after the um, what you call it? Um, Last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi. I think that's what basically killed it for a lot of people. <clears throat> Probably. Because you go back and watch it now, and I still enjoy that movie. Movie's great. Yeah. I mean, Ron Howard saved it to the best that he could. He took what was there and said, okay, let's see if we can actually turn this into a movie. Correct. I I wish they gave him a little bit more time to, f- to really fix things up. Yeah. It didn't happen. So um, it's just the way it is. But it's okay. We still love Solo. Solo definitely became a step sibling to the movie franchise because of Last Jedi and the backlash from it. It almost seemed like Disney didn't care about it. The fans didn't care about it at the time. Yeah. I think it almost felt like the farther we got into Solo being made, it was more and more of Disney just like, let's get this out and get it done with so we can move on. Yeah. Because of all the problems that they were having with the actual filming and everything else. Yeah. Whereas we promised it they would be out. We know it's in production. We got to get our money back. Let's just get it finished and get it out and then move on. But for me, perfect. I mean, I absolutely enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I, I I couldn't call it perfect, but it was it's a good one. It wasn't perfect, but it it's was far from the bottom. It was ideal for to help bring a lot of a lot of the uh, the legend legend material of solo to the forefront. Yeah, I mean it was perfect for that. Um, I mean the worst part of it, I think the worst thing that's going to come out of that is the fact that we I almost guarantee we're not going to see Aaron Reich or Glover back in those roles. Yeah, and that's that's a shame. Because the two of them did, I thought they did great in those roles. They were, I thought they were ideal for a younger Solo and Lando mm-hmm. without having to deep fake Harrison and, and Billy yeah. Dean. Right now, to deep fake those two, you would have to go in and deep fake the voices as well. Yeah, well, especially going that far back into their history. Yeah, whereas with... Yeah, Luke Skywalker, it's only about 15 years younger than where he is now, or 20 years younger than he is now. But with um, with uh, with Hamill, his voice really hasn't changed much. Well, he's very much exercised his voice the whole time. Right. So he could do Luke from that time period. And he's, like I said, like I was just insinuating, he's a voice actor. He knows how to mimic and change his voice and do yeah, things and play yeah. with it. Yeah, he can voice match himself from back then. It's not going to be that hard for him. But um, no, the, the two films are fine. They were great. Rogue One, absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Rogue One, I've loved so much. Black series wise, figures. It's figures from that and Andor that I'm actually collecting the troops from because I grouped the Andor series with Rogue One. Yeah, I'm collect. I am collecting the armor troops from that series. I will do the same in the three and three quarter inch. Only because it had that much of an impact to him. That yeah. is like, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't even now. I still don't usually pick it. If I'm going to pick up figures, it's going to be Black Series. Uh, Just because I like the or the um the detail. Well, speaking of Black Series, it was announced during um, Randomania. Uh, now Tuscan Warrior in the Vintage Collection from Book of Boba Fett. You can pre-order now from Hasbro. But they also introduced the um, the Chieftain in Black Series. Okay. The Tuscan Chieftain. That's cool. You can pre-order that now. Don't expect to get it 
until 2024. Yeah. Hello. Why? At this point in time, what is the whole purpose of making these characters for shows and having them available two years after the show came out? Collectors. They're just they're aimed at the collector market. That's fine, but I think they would be more relevant and would sell sell even better if they came out closer to the series instead of, oh, pre-order now and wait a year before you yeah. get it. Well, at this point in time, I'm not going to pre-order. I'm just going to wait until they come out. Point blank. I love Hasbro stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I'm getting tired of the figures being pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. I'm having to sit down. And they're sold out as soon as they put them online. I have to sit down and write a list of, oh, this is what I would like to collect next. These are supposed to come out around this time. Cool. Make sure to double check the stores. Then I got to remember that list exists. So I don't forget. Such as the new retro figures that are coming. Um, also, too, coming out is Lightsaber Forge. Luke Skywalker's green lightsaber. Uh, this is... It's featuring character-inspired design, deco, and sound effects. So it's not necessarily his saber from the films, but it has elements of his uh, Jedi outfit and his farm boy outfit. Yeah. Intermixed. Now, looking at this saber, uh, you can see this on comicbook.com. Uh, let me copy this so I can share it with you. So you can go as well. Probably should have done that first. I like the I like the elements of the saber. I mean, this has got a nice, cool look to it as a lightsaber, and to be inspired by the various costumes of Luke Skywalker with his final green hilt or green blade. Yeah, this is gorgeous. Hmm. Am I am I wrong? No. It's some, it's some nice design elements here. And well, the cool thing with this series of lightsabers that they've been putting out is the fact that um, it's totally customizable. If you've uh, Every one of these that you buy, you can take apart and mix and match the parts with other lightsabers you bought. Right. Hasbro's version right. of a Lego lightsaber. Correct. Well, it's almost like the lightsabers they used to have, where you buy the lightsaber, you can buy a full lightsaber kit and mix and match pieces. Mm-hmm. Or if you go to Disney and you buy multiple sabers from there to get the various parts, then you get home and you go, okay, I want to mix and match pieces here. Yeah. Problem for me at this point in time, all my sabers are going to have blue blades, blue or green blades, and I'm going to be switching the colors depending on the saber. But most of them are going to be blue now. Uh, I have one that's a green blade and I can't find it, but most of my sabers are blue. Um, my Kit Fisto is green though, or not Kit Fisto, uh, my Plo Koon is green, which is fine. But majority of my, no, it's blue. Luminara is green. Majority of the, the Jedi sabers that I love are blue, blue blade sabers. So much that even though I come up as green whenever I do the saber test online, the various saber tests, I still go blue with my saber. Yeah. That's, that's what I like. Uh, Mission Fleet, Protect the Bounty. Uh, this is the two and a half inch figures. And this includes five figures, including the Mandalorian, Fennec Shand, Boba Fett, a Dark Trooper, a Storm Trooper, and a two and a half inch scale Grogu figure that sits on top of uh, the seeing stone. Well, remember what you're saying about two years after something yeah. happens? This, this is two years. Season two, two years ago. Yeah. This was a scene from there. Yeah. Or an actual whole episode. It was a whole episode. Yeah, a whole episode. So why now? Because Mandalorian season three came out. And they don't have anything for Mando season three. So yeah. But these figures look great. Yeah. Don't get I me wrong. Grogu on the rock. Cause I actually, I have the pop vinyl of that. See, I would love to get this set just for the rock because that rock is could be scaled even for the three and three quarter inch figs. Probably. And you could put you could put Grogu on that one as well. Well, the pop vinyl version of this is actually um, LED interactive where the blue actually glows if you push a button in the back. Oh, that's cool. Uh, the, the other cool part is, too, this Grogu 
outside of the face is almost as it's almost the same scale as the three and three quarter inch Grogu, which is almost the scale of the um, Black Series Grogu. Yeah, Black and Series the Black Series right here beside me on the wall. Black Series Grogu is actually undersized. Yeah. Well, no. If you actually look at um, no, it's it undersized. Still be a little bit big because if you watch Mando season three this season, uh, there's one point when Grogu's walking beside Bo-Katan and he's shorter than her knee. Right. So he's not even two foot tall. Yeah. Um, going back from Inso rings, you have dark saber Grogu and Mandalorian rings. Yeah, uh, those look really cool from the silicone. They're silicone rings. I, you know, before I even consider this, I need to consider going to like Academy sports and just buying one of the cheaper silicone rings. there, wearing it for a bit. See if I still have a reaction to them before I switch to actual. Yeah. See, I find these really cool, but I have, um, because I work in a uh, factory, I have actually a titanium ring. I have a white gold so. ring, but I, but with what I do for a living, I would love to switch to a silicone just for the work protection. Yeah. And then well, when I'm not working, switch, switch back over to my normal wedding band. Yeah. Well, mine actually is a titanium, but it's got the Jedi logo, Jedi emblem, um, the double wing emblem. Oh, cool. Jedi. That's very cool. So, uh, Lego, you could pre-order the spider tank. See, Lego is moving fast. They're capable of putting stuff out from season three. And that spider tank was pretty cool. Yeah, that was like last week's episode. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about that here in a minute anyway. Maybe. If we have time. <laughs> maybe. It may be because next week. It reminded me of, it reminded me of um, someone from the prequels. Yeah. Uh, pop out Grogu, pop out Mandalorian, buy pop sockets. These are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, from rock, I don't know, never got the point of pop sockets. That's just me though. Melissa and Zoe use them, but they have smaller hands. Yeah. So it helps them hold the phone better. Cool. My mom uses it too. She likes it. Me. It's annoying. I don't like it. I'm not criticizing anyone who uses them because I know Eric over at Mighty Marvel Geeks uses it, has one with it. Cool. Each person has their purpose. Now, if I had it, my whole purpose for it would be to pop it out. And I would buy one of those pop socket vent holders to slide the phone into, like a cradle. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I have a have a dash mount, dashboard mount for my. Uh, this sits on top of my uh, my dashboard that I put it in. I could use it almost like a little heads up computer, especially if I'm doing uh, GPS. Uh, and then finally, the Mandalorian socks by Rock'em Socks. I always wanted to, want to like geeky socks much more than I do. Um, problem I have is I have a larger foot and I have slightly wider calves, and they don't fit right. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not a big over-the-calf or knee-high knee, knee high stocking person. Over the ankles. Yeah, but if anything, I'm going to use socks that like that for you. You're not going to see the socks anyway. Is there in your wrestling boots? That's what I said. They yeah. had her, uh, my work boots at work. Yeah. And no one's going to see it. I, so I just have plain socks. I mean, they're not a fashion statement for me. <laughs> no, they're not for me either. Because when I wear shorts, I don't, I don't wear tall socks. I didn't, even if I wear pants, I don't wear tall socks. Yeah. Over the ankle. See... It's it's much warmer most of the time where you're at. Even when I lived up north, after I had my ankle surgery, over the top of the ankle, I couldn't wear them much higher. Yeah. Plus, when I ran track and field, I didn't wear, I always wore low cut or ankle socks. So I just got used to it. Um. All right. So Mandalorian season three, episode three, has fans divided over a ma- major character detour. Um. Trying to see where the story's going. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, I think we're gonna have not, to um, 
Next week, we're going to have to just devote to no headlines. We're just going to go straight to, we have yeah. three episodes of Mando, three episodes of Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Yeah. Because Bad Batch is actually moving forward and doing storyline stuff now, finally. Yes. Uh, Dave Filoni teases a big event during the Mandalorian timeline. So now that we're midway through the third season of Mandalorian, no, we're not. Not yet. We're only three episodes in or four episodes in. What is this? What, 12? Uh, no, it's eight episodes. It's only eight? I think so. Ooh. Double check it. We can get eight episodes and then have to wait another two years? Probably. Um, apparently, there's a lot of speculation around future seasons and storylines, especially after Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy teased a crossover event surrounding the series later that year. This is back in 2020. Well, we know that crossover involved uh, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and now the scrapped Rangers of the New Republic. Still a mistake that they scrapped it. Yeah, well... I understand there were issues with the one act, actor, actress, actors, and actor, male or female. I understand mm-hmm. you could you could differentiate even more by saying actress, but there's a lot of actresses who call themselves an actor because that's the profession, and I'm fine with that. Never had a problem. Um, but Dave Filoni teased the shape that the crossover could eventually take. Um, Filoni explained it could build to a climactic thing. And the Mandalorian could still go on. It's not necessarily either or, is it? It's an interesting way to think about to think about it. I tend to think as we're working on the Mandalorian and then writing Ahsoka, then John Watts came in with the skeleton crew. There's an entire time period that is post-return of the Jedi. And I yeah. look at that time period before The Force Awakens, which is around 30 years of time. And you look at the original trilogy, it's much less significant amount of time that those three movies take place in. Uh, it's five years, if I remember right. Something like that. Um, and so what I like is we're really building very slowly an ecosystem of characters and politics and events in the post-return of the Jedi time period. Right now... I don't think we've I I don't think we've gone that far time wise. Maybe a year and a half. Actually they did kind of um during the red carpet for Mando season three, they put they did let it, they did let slip out there that they according to the timeline, it's been Grogu was with Luke for about two years. Okay. So we jumped two years ahead. So book of that would, make, so, that would give Navarro a lot more time to get change. So Book of Boba Fett takes it's place in the middle there takes place near the end of yeah. two years yes so the mandalorian episodes takes our uh never mind i, f- I forgot he but, didn't um, the whole Luke idea takes mando with him or take grogu with him mando doesn't drop him. but everything but, we're seeing with him building the temple whatnot it's all being spread over a two-year period mm-hmm. in those three episodes so he's uh, probably six or seven years after return of jedi that would make sense that he's had that much time of searching and finding information and uh, doing all the, getting everything ready so he can build his temple. Right. Um, but the whole idea of doing a crossover, like he said, you could do a crossover, have everything come together, then spread off and keep doing their own stories. We've seen this before. Now, um, until recently, that would have been a very novel concept, never been done on television before or anything like that. But um, over on the CW, the Arrowverse has been doing that for, what, nine years now? 10, Ten years. years. Every every year they would have some type of a crossover thing come together. Everybody gets together and does it, and then everybody goes off onto their own shows and keeps going. They're all in the same universe still, just like the Marvels introduced in the movies. They, these characters can have their own standalone stories and still come together to do stuff, and then go back to their own individual stories. Right. Comic books have been doing it since the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not as drastically as they do now, but <laughs> they didn't have major events every, like, three months. 
True. So it's like, yeah, it's not a problem having a crossover event. And that could take the place, uh, take place in a movie. That'd be fine. Oh, yeah. Or you do a short run event show like they did like Boba Fett style or an Obi-Wan right. style. Right. And I looked it up. Yeah. Mando is only eight episodes, which is short. Usually they're, usually they're more of a 10 or 12 episode season. Weren't they for the first two? No, no they were all eight episodes. Because where they were. No, because even Book of Boba Fett was eight episodes. Yeah, no, because this started at episode 17 or chapter 17. Mm-hmm. Which I and love. Like saying, with um, major events happening in Mando's timeline. With what we had with episode with tonight's episode, all the stuff with uh, Doctor Pershing sets up a lot of stuff that's outside of what we normally would think of as Mando. Yep. Because yep, yep. we all know what is going to be going on with his cloning at this point. This is true. Uh, could we potentially say Snoke? Mm-hmm. Um, we got 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi this year. Uh, comic-wise, Marvel Comics is going to be celebrating by doing a Job of the Hut comic and a Return of the Jedi Ewoks comic, which looks both look pretty cool. So I'm excited to see both of those. Um, rumor now, has is the Ewoks going to be um, similar to the old Ewoks TV series? No. Oh man. No. That would be awesome to bring back some of them characters. Uh, on the moon of Endor, occupied by the species called Ewoks, a group of these stout creatures has gathered around the fire to recount tales of triumph, defeat, and horror. In the art-forward manner of storytelling, watch the eclectic group of artists interpret stories from the unique minds of Ewoks in a manner they can only envision. It is a one-shot, 32-page. So we might be, so we may get some of the characters from the Ewoks show. Quite possibly. Or from the movies. Quite possibly. Uh, writers... Writer on this is uh, Alyssa Wong, Lee Gabbert, Casper Wingard, Kyle Holtz, and Paulina Anuccio. Covered by Ryan Brown uh, with a virgin variant by Ryan Brown. Connecting cover by Lee Gabbert or Garbet, Garbet. Variant covered by Peach Momoko. Variant covered by Kyle Holtz. Variant covered by Chrissy Zulo. Okay. Disappointed there is not a variant cover by our friend and part-time host of the show, John Tyler Christopher. So uh, from here also too, um, we were talking before show a little bit about this and it's come back and people are going, Ooh, ah, all over again. Josh DiMario, president of Walt Disney parks and resorts. Okay. Was that South by Southwest? Ah, okay. And he shows up, you know, and they talk about different things that are coming and the, the innovations of Imagineering. And they talk about this really cool Tinkerbell and show it meet and greet thing that's coming with uh, a lantern with a projection. And it looks like it's a projection where it projects the character into the lantern, uh, which is really cool. They show off a robot that will be involved with meet and greet, uh, meet and greet potentials. Uh, and it looks like Judy Hopps from Zootopia. Oh, okay. It's totally self-sufficient. Then, uh, as the headline says, shows off a real Star Wars lightsaber. You know what? Yeah, we've known about this for, what, two years now? It's the exact same lightsaber they showed off to announce the Star Cruiser. Mm-hmm. It is the exact same. It is. It was one of our, it's one of our spares from the Star Cruiser. Yeah. It is a lightsaber. I could say I have held, ignited, retracted myself, which I've said before. <laughs> People I've seen online who have seen a clip, it's like, oh, it's just the same thing. Nice. He swings it around, but doesn't retract it. Uh, if you find the actual video, it's the first time you see him retract the saber on site at in front of guests or in front of people. We don't do it because of the nature of the show that it's in. Yeah. 
but he retracts it. And I believe he ignites it and retracts it a couple times mm-hmm. during the show, during his presentation. And that and people like that are just, they're looking for a reason to, um, to complain. You know, it's like, I've, I watched part of the show on a YouTube video earlier today. And um, yeah, I saw some issues in the show itself a little bit, but it's still great to see a lightsaber battle on the screen or up on live action. Yeah. At this point in time, we know there's a swap. It's been shown many, many times. Yeah. But still, to come out, even though there's a distraction that you're supposed to draw you away from Ray's swapping sabers, to see her come out and ignite the saber in person is so cool. And hearing the crowd's reaction when they see that is awesome. I can tell you the first time I held it and ignited it, it was so cool. That's all I'm going to say about the saber. I want to say more about it, but I can't because I don't want to. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm just not. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, part of it is, too, there are some things about it that I can't talk about because of its intellectual property and the NDA I have to protect the Disney intellectual property that I'm aware of. So I'm not going to share it, but it's cool. But D23, when we saw the original video Ray igniting it, that's all we ever saw. We saw the ignition. We never saw it retract. Mm -hmm. This year at South by Southwest, Josh retracts the saber blade as well and does it a couple times. Yes, it will retract with the flick of the button. It will. It's not an issue, but it, it's something new that was brought to the table with this panel that hadn't been shown before. It's, it's retracting. In the past, it's been he's ignited it, he's handed it off to someone, they go off stage, then gets retracted backstage or thrown. Now, seeing it retract on stage here is like, why would they just do it backstage and not just do it out there for everybody to see? Or did the early versions have problems with that? I, I, I think there was some there was some IP protection they wanted at that time. Ah, so but no, folks, you're still not going to be able to buy the saber. It's going to be a while. You wouldn't be able to afford this saber. I will just say that. Well, also, the first time um, you'd spend all that money on that saber, and someone's going to swing it at another lightsaber, and all of a sudden they both break. They're not going to be happy about that. It's the saber is not designed for combat. It is for the no. initial reaction, and, and that. And I could say that because there, I could say that safely and not be in trouble because there's video showing. I can't deny that there's videos out there on YouTube from guests on the Star Cruiser who have, who keep the camera on Ray when she does the swap. So yes, there are two different sabers being by Ray in that battle, but the saber she initially starts off with has a purpose. And when you hear the crowd pop, that purpose has been met. That's the whole purpose behind. I am sure when they get to the stage of the blades being strong enough for combat, it will be used the entire the entire show. Yeah. But it's not there yet. But just I'm I worked on it. I am still happy that we have an actual saber that you flip a switch and it ignites. You can flip hit that switch again and it retracts. I am glad I am super happy that it is because of the Star Cruiser that we have gotten to that stage. With a saber, mm-hmm. with a prop saber, and it's it's awesome, and I I am thrilled because I never thought we would have something like that, but we do. So, final thoughts? I think we covered it. There's next week is going to be a packed packed episode. Yeah, it is. Looking at um the second, third, and fourth episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah. The, um, we're rapidly approaching the finale of Bad Batch, and so we got a lot to cover there. That um. Because, yeah. like I said, Bad Batch is finally actually moving in a direction. Yeah. So I'm, I can't wait to get in and actually get into the meat of some of this. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully, Derek has dug himself out of Hoth by that point, but we never know. We can hope. Um, but until then, um, J7, can you set us up? Um, I don't remember that. Did someone erase my memory banks when I wasn't looking? No, but it sounds like a great idea. Um, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.